Welcome to the Books of Titans podcast, where I seek truth in the world's best books. I'm your host, Eric Rostad, coming to you from the beautiful Books of Titans studio in Franklin, Tennessee. My goal is to read 52 books per year and share what I'm learning. I'll talk a bit about each book, tie ideas together from a variety of genres, and share the one thing I always hope to remember from each book. Today I'm going to cover Atomic Habits by James Clear, with the tagline, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones. This was book 43 for my 2021 reading list. Well, I'm going to do something a little different with this episode, and instead of just sharing what I learned in the book, I'm going to take the ideas that I saw in Atomic Habits and apply them to the area of reading. So how, how can you create a habit of reading? How can you create a, a reading project, a something where you are moving in a direction and it's based upon your daily habits of, of reading? So that's what we're going to go over here. Uh, on page 160, author James Clear says this, researchers estimate that 40 to 50% of our actions on any given day are done out of habit, end quote. So the point there is you are already doing things. You are already doing things out of habit. You may not even be aware that you are doing them, but if you are already doing them, why not take control and establish the habits that you want to have instead of just letting life happen to you. So I'm going to jump right in and describe five different ideas that I gathered from this book that I think will help you in creating a habit of reading. And then after I go through those five ideas, I'll, I'll, I'll do more of what I usually do in, in episodes and, and talk a little bit about the book and why I wanted, wanted to read it. So let's start right in. Let's dig in with idea number one. Here we go. The first thing that stuck out to me in Atomic Habits was in considering the starting point for habits. Uh, I mean, wh- where do you start in building a habit? Do you start with the goal that you have in mind? Like uh, the goal, I want to I want to read this number of books or I want to do this with, with reading. Is that where you start? Or do you start with a desired outcome and then work your way back? Do you just start by reading a page a day and, and hope that it builds? James Clear says that none of these are the correct way to start. He says the, the place to start, and, and this may surprise you, is to start with your identity. He says this, you start by focusing on who you want to become. And the best way I know how to think about this is to think about what you tell yourself about your reading life right now. So since I'm relating everything to starting a reading project, what, what things true or false do you tell yourself about your particular reading life. Here are some examples of what what I have told myself in the past about about my reading life. Here here's one. I'm I'm not smart enough to enjoy the classics. Um, I don't remember what I read. Another one is I haven't read the best books. Well, these were thoughts that were going through my mind prior to 2017 before I started this reading project. And I think starting with identity and who you want to become is the best place to start. Because prior to 2017, I believed those things that I just mentioned. But I I also wanted to get out of that. I, I didn't want to stay in those places. I wanted to become something else. I wanted to be smart enough to enjoy the classics. I wanted to learn how to remember what I read and not just forget what I read. I wanted to read the best books. Ultimately, I wanted to become well-read. And I'll get into some of the reasons for that desire later in this episode, but but what, in, in terms of what I meant by that. So for you, st- start there. Who do you want to become as a reader? The goals will not power you through. 
and motivation tends to, to die out at some point. But defining who you want to become is the place to start. And if, and if it helps, consider what you tell yourself right now about your reading life. And those things could be true or false. But if they are false or they're not where you want to be, what would be the opposite of that? Start there. I want to become blank in my reading life. Idea number two is to make it easy. Once you know who you want to become, the next step is to identify the habits that will get you there. James Clear says that every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become, end quote. So if you want to become a reader, you, you obviously need to start reading. But, but how do you start reading? Well, you make it as easy as humanly possible and you start small. So you read a single page. If, if, you, if you are not in a reading habit at all, start, start like this. Just read a single page and then stop. I, I mean, stop for the rest of the day. You're, you're done. You read your page. You, the next day, do the same thing. Just read one page. James Clear says this should not feel like a challenge at all. When, you, when you're just going to start a new habit, do not make it a challenge at all. You're just simply trying to set a direction, a behavioral direction. So once you read a page for a number of days in a row, you'll start, you'll be starting to develop this habit. You'll be starting to move in a particular direction. There's not a magic number of days, uh, but you are training your brain to do that thing. So if you miss a day, that's fine. Just don't miss a second day because then you're setting the direction in the wrong way. Another way to make it easy is to choose a book about a topic that you're really interested in. As you read for this one minute or you, you read the, the one page per day and it's on a topic that you're dying to know more about or it's a book that you've been, been just dying to read for a long time, it'll be really hard to stop at that one page mark and, and it'll just kind of naturally go in to other pages. So start small. Don't think about, you know, I, I need to read 100 pages a day or I want to read 100 pages a day. Just start small. You're, you're trying to develop a habit in your mind. And that is your first goal. You're starting to set a direction. So again, idea number one, focus on who you want to become. Idea number two, make reading easy. Idea number three, prime the environment. This one's pretty obvious, but sometimes we forget the obvious. And here, so here are some ways that I, I prime my reading environment. If I am home, I read in the same exact spot every single time. I have a chair in my office, and that is where I read. And that is where I've read for the last 10 plus years. When I'm not reading my book, it is on a table right next to that chair. And so when I sit in that chair, the book is right there. I don't take the book somewhere else. And then when it's time to read, I forget where the book is and I have to do a search and all that. The book stays in the same spot, the book I'm reading in the same spot at all times. I have a light next to my chair. It is on the opposite side of my writing hand. So I am right, I am right-handed. And so the light is on my left. I like to write in my books and I'm marking my books. And so if you, I used to have the the light on my right hand side, but then it casts a shadow on the book. So if it's on the opposite side that you that you write on, you uh, you have great lighting anytime you are reading. And as I mentioned, I like to write in my books. I have a pen ready to take notes in the book, in the back of the book, underline, do whatever. So have whatever 
I, I have whatever I need for for writing next to that book on that table at any given time. So just think through for, for you, the, the way you like to read. Do you like to read at a, at a table? Do you like to read in a, in a comfortable chair, uh, on a couch? I, identify a room and identify a place where that is going to be your area to read in. There's also a flip side of, of priming your environment, and, it, and it's this. I've, I've stated, I just stated what I do, but there are also things that you can eliminate. There, there are no TVs in my office. When I read, I try to silence my phone. Uh, you may want to try to keep your phone in another room. If I'm thirsty, I will have a glass of water right on that table that has the book. So I, I can easily get to water if I need to. So just, just prime the environment. Have everything ready. You don't want to be getting up. You don't want to be distracted by things. Just, just make your environment, pr- prime your environment. That's idea number three. Idea number four, track your reading, track your habit, track your reading. We optimize what we measure and it is important to track your daily progress in your reading goal. So if at first it's just that one page, just, just track it, just, you know, maybe mark somewhere that you read the one page you did it for that day and then mark it again the next day when you do it. I probably go a, a little overboard in this regard of, of tracking, but I wanted to share the tools that, that I use and then why they're helpful to me. So in tracking my reading, I use three main sources. One is Goodreads. Goodreads is kind of the social media platform for for reading. So I can put in my book, I can put in what page I've gotten to, and then I can see who else has read read the book. I also use Bookly, and Bookly is more for tracking when I'm actually reading. And so I'll hit start when I start reading, and then I'll hit finish when I'm done reading. I can pause it if I need to, to do something uh, within my reading time. But I do that. I, I'm curious just to know how long books take me to read, and I like sharing that with with you guys, just so you know how long a book might might take you to read. And so book, that's what I use uh, for, for actually the, that daily aspect of, of every time I'm reading, um, I'm tracking the amount of time I'm reading there. And then I can see charts and graphs on how much I read one day compared to another day in, in all that. The third thing I use is a spreadsheet. The spreadsheet's on my website. You can download it for, for free for Apple Numbers or for uh, Microsoft Excel. But that's uh, that that's a spreadsheet that I track the books in the order I want to read them. I can put in the number of pages and then determine how many pages I need to read per day. So I just, I, these are the three main tools that I use to track my, my reading. And again, the, we optimize what we, what we measure. And I'm, I'm also going to uh, go a little outside of what James Clear suggests and, and disagree with him on one thing. At, at the beginning, I mentioned that that goals are not the place to start. And he clearly identifies that. He says, your identity and who you want to become, that, that is the starting point. And, and so I agree with, with that. But uh, I do think goals have a very important part of this as well. And, and for my reading project, I have this overarching goal. And I think that can help you as well. If, if you have a overarching goal for your entire reading project that will help you move along. So my goal, as I stated at the, the very beginning of the episode, is to seek truth in the world's best books. That is a that's not a goal that can ever be completed or finally achieved because there will be, always be more books than I'll be able to read. And there'll always be some some way I can I can seek truth in the world's best 
books. So maybe think think about an overall goal. First, start with with who you want to become, but then also if you have some sort of an overarching goal for for the project. I mean, this is just my goal is something that will never I'll, I'll never reach that goal. I, I don't ever want to reach that goal. I just want to always keep reading. I, I want to be a life a lifelong reader. There is a warning in in this idea number four of track your reading, and it's this. Uh, James Clear quotes someone in the book that says, when a measure becomes a target, it ceases to be a good measure. So, uh, end quote. So if, if, if what you're measuring, like if you want to read 52 books a year, and that is the main measure of your target, and it's not who you want to become. It's not like this overarching goal of, of, of what you want the project to become, but it's only about reading a certain number of books. That's where it ceases to be a good measure, a, a good reason to track. So use tracking to determine if you're on the right path. Uh, this tracking, the daily tracking, it can, it can provide evidence that you're moving in the right direction. But if it goes beyond that, don't don't let it or or stop stop the tracking. The the identity piece and the overarching goal is more important than keeping a, a, a tracking. So let's recap really quickly before we get to idea number five. Idea number one was focus on on who you want to become. Idea number two, make reading easy. Idea number three, prime your environment. And idea number four, track your reading. Idea number five is get accountable. It's one thing to do this alone, to determine the reader, the type of reader you want to become, uh, and then to set those motion, those habits in motion to become that person. But do you know what will really get and keep you moving? It's to know that others are watching. So to take it further, it, if, if you make promises to others about your new habits, you'll not only want to make sure you're sticking to, to the habit for yourself, but you will not want to let other people down. This is something I've learned as part of, of, of my reading project, and, and I learned it from Jocko Willink. If you follow him on social media, you'll see every morning he takes a photo of his watch, and it just simply says 4.30 or some, some, some time around 4.30. And that's because that's the time he wakes up. And as he says, that's when he gets after it. So that's when he works out. And he has to wake up at 4.30 to make sure that he does it. If if he doesn't do it, then, you know, maybe the day will get away from him and he won't be able to work out. And I just love that. I, I, I loved seeing that. I, I love seeing that watch and just knowing that for Jocko, this is a daily habit. And when I, when I saw that, I decided to do something similar with this reading project. On most mornings, I will take a photo of the book I'm reading. I'll share the page I'm on and then share a little something about what I'm learning. And, and it, keeps, it helps to keep me accountable because n- people know what I'm reading. They'll ask me about the books I'm reading because they're, they're seeing it on, on social media. And then I'll go further and I'll also make promises. So promises like I'm going to do a podcast episode every other Friday. And I've done that every day this year. Uh, I mean, every every uh, every other Friday this this year because I don't want to let people down. I've I've told people I'm doing an, a podcast episode every other Friday. I've told people I try to read 52 books per year. I want to get as close to that number as possible because I've told people that. And I I've told people I want to share what I've learned and I've wanted to I want to connect with others on reading. 
So right now, this is the busiest I've probably ever been with work. I should probably be working right now instead of doing this podcast, but I have promised to do this episode and I want to make sure I do that. That is accountability and it is something that can help you in your reading project. So here are some other ways that that author James Clear suggests getting accountable in in Atomic Habits. You can set a contract with with friends or family, clearly stating what you will do. You can set uniquely cruel and unusual punishments if you do not fulfill your end of the bargain. These could be things like donating uh, $100 to the political party that you despise or having to wear your football team's most hated rival's uniform for an entire day. You can get clever with these things. Uh, you could set up a—you could do something as basic— um, and, and I, I've heard this from, from something outside of Atomic Habits, but you could set up a, a simple text exchange with, with a friend. So you guys decide at, at, at the end of each day, maybe at 5 p.m. every day, you ask each other, did you do your habit today? Did you do your habit? And just that accountability can help, can help you. Uh, social media, I found, is a fantastic way to help you stay accountable. So if you're promising things like I'm going to read this number of books this year, I'm going to podcast, I'm going to blog about what I what I learn. Uh, if you promise those things to others, you will not want to let them down. And it'll, it'll be one other tool that can help you stay accountable and help you keep this reading habit going. Now into segment three, the final segment here. Uh, I'm going to cover what I usually cover in the first segment, but just with the the different format of this episode, uh, this moved to the end. For this reading project, there are certain books that just stand out. Uh, A few of those books are Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman and The Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin. In Thinking Fast and Slow, Kahneman identifies two different systems of thinking. He, we, we have System 1 and System 2. And so System 1 is, is generally our unconscious or, or the, the things we don't think about. We just do. Uh, system 2 is going to be what we think about. And The Art of Learning by Josh Waitzkin, he talks about, uh, in part of that book, how to get things from System 2 to System 1. So how do, how do you get from something that you think about and how, how does that move over to something that just becomes like a, a habit? And this book as well, Atomic Habit, Habits, gets into that as well. And, and, and James Clear even talks about systems one and two and, and Daniel Kahneman. Uh, but I've been really fascinated with with this idea and, and just how how to take things from system two to system one. And it's something we've all experienced. Uh, we used to have to think a lot about driving, but now we can go 45 minutes of driving and not even remember that we're driving. Uh, there's things that that used to take a lot of conscious thought, and either we've just done them so many times that they have moved to system one where we don't think about them, or we've we've had a deliberate practice or a deliberate habit that we have put in motion to move it from system two to system one. And, and the reason that that's important is when si- something is in system one, uh, it allows you to think about other things and not be so concentrated on the the thing at hand. And so it allows you to have other thoughts than just what is right in, in, in front of you. And so that, that's why that can, can be really, really important. Uh, when, when I think about this reading project... Uh, one one of the main things I want people 
to to know is that a reading project is all about a reading habit and it's a daily habit and if you if you go about reading every day you will get through a ton of books and it will just become part of your your life and so that's something i try to do every day i try to take that photo and, and share it on on social media just to 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 show that a reading project is a daily habit and this book atomic habits can help you learn ways to get that habit in in motion. I think my favorite thing about this book, and, and I guess this would be my, my one thing, my one key takeaway, is that James Clear connects the idea of compound interest to habits. I, I go, my mind immediately goes back to accounting 101 in, in undergrad, where the professor came in the first day and handed us a sheet of paper. On the left side were payments that you could make if you bought a BMW right out of college. And what that would be on a monthly basis. And then on the right-hand side was if instead you took the money that you would have spent on BMW and you invested that, by the time you hit retirement age, you would be a millionaire. You, I think the number was $1.5 million. If you just took those simple car payments and instead of buying the thirty dollars or $40,000 BMW and paying for it on a monthly basis, if you took that money instead and invested invested it. And the reason you would have $1.5 million is, is compound interest. And so you just see this kind of hockey stick curve going up with, with compound interest. And James Clear connecting that with, with habits of, you know, habits, you may do them for a while, you may not see much of a improvement, much of an increase, but then all of a sudden things just click and, and things just do this huge jump. And so I, I loved that idea. I loved thinking about it that way. James Clear says habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. The reason I read this book is, well, I try to read like one book a year on finance and in one book a year like this, like on, on productivity or getting things done or, or habits or that sort of thing. And if I can just get one idea from these books it's well worth the price of admission, the price of buying the book. Because if, if, if there's one productivity thing that I put into practice as a result of reading this book, and it helps me in my work, it helps me in my life, oh, that, I mean, that's, that's gold. That is gold. And this book is full of ideas like that. As for stats, it took me four hours and 37 minutes to read it. Uh, that was over a three-day period. Uh, it's a 264-page book, so that's 88 pages per day. That's on the high end for me, and if, if something is on the high end like like that in terms of pages per day, I know I've really enjoyed it, and and so I I, I did enjoy this book. Here's a few closing thoughts. Um, I've related this episode to a reading project, but you can obviously apply these ideas to, to any other area where you would like to become a different person or move in a different direction. And then in talking about who you want to become, a great way to enhance that is to, to join a culture where you are, where who you desire to become is the normal behavior. That's one reason I started this reading project. I wanted to connect to other readers around the world, and I have. And so one way to, to really enhance, you know, if you desire to, to become a reader or to become this or that, if you can join to another group of people where that's just the common behavior, that's just that's just normal. It's going you're more apt to keep it going. 
another idea came to mind when I was reading this, uh, and that is there, there's a lot of power in, it, it kind of ties in with that, that identity piece. And then, uh, yeah, really, really with the identity piece of, of moving in a different direction. And that is to give something up as you're moving towards this goal. So a few reasons for this. One is it may open up some time for the habit that you want to develop. So for me, I had I, I knew I was going to have to give up two things if I was going to do this reading project, and that was TV and reading the news. I've given up those things. I have not regretted that decision for even a second. And, you know, you, you may be concerned, well, but what about people talking about the, the latest TV show? You're just going to feel left out. And it's gotten to the point where people know that I do this reading project. And so they'll ask me about the books I'm reading, or they'll tell me about a book they're reading and, and want to discuss it. And they, they don't ask me about TV shows anymore. Uh, and, and so there's that aspect of it, of, of just giving up, it might open up time, but there's also the, the, it, it ties in with that identity piece that if you give something up, it's kind of, it becomes a proud thing for you. So if I go back to Jocko Willink, like he does not eat donuts and he just thinks they're horrible. And, and he like, he, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want these empty calories. If, he, if he's building towards this daily habit of being in shape and, and being healthy, a donut is just, it's not in that direction at all. So he doesn't, he, he made a decision. I, I do not eat donuts. Like that's part of my identity. So in giving something up that can kind of become part of this identity that of, of where, of where you're wanting to, to move. And so that's just something I thought about as I was reading this book. It's not, not in the book, but, but something that, that may be helpful. The final thought is that as I've read books similar to this one about changing behavior or setting a new path forward, or even changing habits, it's made me think about what, what is in the realm of faith and what is in the realm of, of action? As in what parts require God? What parts are, are, require something outside of myself and what parts are my responsibility? And it's a question I hope to explore deeper in, in other reading, but I, it, it's a question I think others have. And, and just as, as we grapple with, with our faith, uh, I, it, that's a, that's a question that, that kept coming up as I was reading this book. So just wanted to share kind of some, some few closing thoughts and, and ideas that came to my mind as I was reading this. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear from you. I really would. I mean, that what I said earlier about I, I wanted to create this project as a way to connect to other readers and kind of join that culture where this was, this was normal behavior. That's true. And I would love to hear from you. And I would love to hear from you if you've read Atomic Habits. And if you got something out of it that I didn't cover, or if you have your own reading project and you have have found something in Atomic Habits that you applied to your reading project that has helped you, or even something outside of Atomic Habits that has helped you in your reading project, please email me. I, I would love to learn about that. And I, I would love to share it with, with others as well. You can follow Books of Titans on Instagram or Twitter. The website is also stock full of resources to help you find the best books and to create your own reading list. I'll be back in two weeks to discuss another book or series from my 2021 reading list. But until then, keep reading, keep learning, and keep listening. I'm out. <laughs>